is Stephanie from Stephanie's Dish. It's been a while. I've been working on a lot of projects and actually right now I am driving back from an event in Rochester called Feast. And Feast is a food event that they have where you get introduced to new products. Um, I went down there just to scan the landscape to see if there's any new makers. And I found some cool uh, things. I found some potato chips that are made in Madison called Slide Gourmet Potato Chips. They were very delicious. Also, my friend uh, Jillian from Mostly Made gave me some new shepherd's pie filling. And Mostly Made is this product that has uh, lasagna mix, enchilada mix, and now shepherd's pie that she's gonna be introducing where it's mostly made. So it's an assembly product, which works great if you have like sports teams or if you're cooking for a big family event. So that is where I was today. In general, the food scene has been really clipping along. There's been a lot of holiday markets. My gosh, I've been to so many holiday markets already and it's only like December 5th. I uh, last weekend decided to plan a day of activities with my husband. I was feeling like, do you ever feel like in the winter that you're just boring, that you just like do the same stuff you go to the same restaurants. I was like, oh my gosh, we've got to get out of this rut. So I said, you are just going to get in the car when I get home from work and we are going to just do what I plan for the day. So we got in the car, I got home from the radio show and we started out and we went to Bauhaus Brew Labs and they were having a maker market there, which was super fun. So we uh, shopped the vendors. I got actually a lot of stuff there. And then we had a beer, and then we went to uh, Sociable Cider Works, where I thought there was another market, but I was wrong, because I was there on the wrong day. But it was very festive looking in there, so we had a beer, or excuse me, had a glass of cider, and hung out there. And then we talked to our friend Yia Vang, who runs the Union Kitchen there, and that was fun to just get caught up with him. Hey, if you're looking for a fun catering idea, and you have a lot of people, like let's say 10 or more, he does this thing called the Kamayan Feast. And what it is, is they do chicken and pork and noodles and rice and grilled vegetables. And they lay it all out on a table on a banana leaf. So it's like very communal dining. And then they make all the sauces. <coughs> Excuse me. Then they make all the sauces and put the sauces on the table too super fun way to have like a fun and unique event. I would definitely do this and you can hear more about it by just uh, following up with the folks at Union Kitchen. In any case, so we talked to him and just got caught up and then we went to Animale's Barbecue and that is the barbecue truck that's outside Able Brewing. It's run by our friend John Whipfley and he does this thing, he's done it, this is the second time, called McDonald's and he remakes like the Big Mac and boy does he make it just so delicious. We got there at 11 o'clock which was the opening and there was already a line but it went pretty fast and we got our McDonald's Big Mac and then we went inside Abel and had a beer and then we finished up at Keg and Case for the afternoon and Keg and Case is also having a local market. So we checked that out. Uh, that was a fun one. Poppy was there, which is a local uh, Minnesota-made 
dress company, or she's a retailer, but she has a lot of local Minnesota-made products, and I like her store, so they had a booth there, and also Rose Street Patisserie was there. They were doing these, like, little s'mores that you dip inside chocolate, Essence One, which has the great deodorant, which would make a great gift idea for someone who's had breast cancer because it's all natural and it's really great smelling. They also have, like, if you use um, powder for your hair, like dry shampoo, she has a product that she makes that's really great and it smells super wonderful. And then we went home. So I've been already out to a lot of local markets. I did do a recap of local markets on my uh, website, stephaniesdish.com, so you can find that there. And then this weekend, I think we are going to hit up Holodazzle, and there is a local maker market area there. Also, uh, we're going to go to Plate and Parcel, which is inside Wagner's Greenhouse. And that is in conjunction with our friend Haley Matthews from the Mississippi, or excuse me, from Minnesota Craft Market. And that should be a fun one. And then I think we're going to try to hit up No Coast Market, which is going to be in the Midtown Global Market. And that's a really big market. There's like over 70 vendors that are inside there. And it's very festive, super fun. So you can go and have a taco cat burrito and then uh, do a little bit of shopping. So that is what's happening on the market scene. I have been cooking a lot. Uh, my husband and I have been trying to cook like two or three nights a week. So I think the thing I cooked most recently that I really loved was I bought some short ribs from Kowalski's and I made the Joy of Cooking shortbread recipe, or excuse me, short rib recipe. God, I don't know why I keep saying the wrong thing today, but that's how it goes when you're recording, right? Um, super delicious, has kind of a rich gravy that it ends up making. Um, so that was really good. I've also been making a lot of quick rice dishes in the Instant Pot. So for rice in the Instant Pot, it's one cup of rice to one cup of water, so a one-to-one -one ratio. But I've been doing things like stirring in curry powder and uh, mixing in olives and just different ways to zhuzh up the rice a little bit. Or after the rice has been cooked, I'll fluff it up with a fork and then I've been stirring in um, fresh cut herbs, so like parsley or cilantro, just kind of trying to amp up the rice a little bit. I think sometimes in the winter months too, we can just get stuck with sort of all the proverbial white food, like the white rice, the white pasta, the white potatoes, and I'm trying to keep it a little bit more fresh and herbally. So that has been very fun. I am preparing for this weekend's radio show. We're going to focus on cookies. And we have a cookie exchange every year. And our cookie exchange is pretty funny. We have six women that come. So we usually make seven dozen cookies. Six for sharing and one for eating at the event. We each bring an appetizer. And then we usually bring like a white elephant gift. Or some years we've done an ornament trade. And that's really fun. We play the dice game. And then you can steal. And our friend Diana is the most competitive person in the world. So that's always really fun. The cookie exchange is going to be at my house this year. And most of my friends make the same cookies. And you kind of have like your signature item. Like our friend has thumbprints, which are really delicious. Another friend of mine makes bourbon balls. Another person will make, one year she made gingerbread. Another year she made toffee. And I am always mixing it up, which maybe it's annoying, but I just get bored with the same old stuff. 
So one year I made these really delicious like tea breads. Um, I made like a lemon poppy seed and then I made an orange cranberry and a banana bread and these little miniature loaves. Those were super cute. Another year I made caramels, which were delicious. Another year I made peppermint meringues, which everybody really liked. And then I've kind of settled in on this recipe that I found based on my mom. And my mom used to make the holiday cutouts every year. And she had a sour cream sugar cookie recipe. So the dough was really wet and it was hard to roll out. So you had to chill it. And then it cracked a lot and I could never get the cookies as thin as she made them. So it was always kind of an exercise and frustration. So I did it for a couple years when Ellie was little and then I would do it sometimes for Halloween just to mix it up and do a different time of year. But a couple years ago I decided I wanted to do cutout cookies with my nieces again. And I found a new recipe that is so much easier. They're very easy to roll out, really easy to make. You can make them thick if you want to, so if you're dealing with littler kids, they're not as fragile, or you can roll them out pretty thin if you're dealing with, you know, people that have more uh, dexterity in terms of the decorating piece. So I will put that uh, recipe in my show notes here today. It's also on my website, stephaniesdish.com, but that's what I'm making for the cookie exchange. And the real sort of key to those cookies, besides just the dough that's really easy to work with, is that... For the frosting, I melt butter, powdered sugar, and I use a little vanilla or a little almond extract, but you could even use lemon or peppermint if you wanted to. And then um, a little, just mix it up, and that's what I use to frost the cookies, and then I decorate them from there. But you wouldn't even need to. You could just frost them or just frost and sprinkle. They can really be as easy as you want. So that is, uh, I made those cookies last year and everybody loved them. They're very delicious tasting and they're pretty because they're decorated. I'm not super great at decorating, but I try to keep it relatively simple. And I would recommend those if you're looking for a new cookie to make. Um, so we'll talk about that on the show this weekend. And again, I'll put that recipe in our show notes. If you watched me on the Jason show last week, I did make the cookies on air. So there's been a lot of buzz about them, but really it's just a very easy recipe. And I like to share sort of the easy things because I think cooking can be really intimidating for people sometimes. Like I am actually not a very good cook. I follow recipes and I'm adventurous, but I'm pretty much, I would say maybe a step above a cook that my mom was because she was kind of Midwestern and didn't have a very um, adventurous palate. But like my daughter is like six steps above me. Like she'll make homemade bagels. She makes a tom yum coconut soup that is so amazing. She made homemade macaroons for Christmas last year that were not only like super tasty, but just very beautiful. Like I couldn't believe she made one that looked like Santa's belly with his belt. And they were just amazing looking. So she's even just like way more adventurous than I am. So I think it's all about like what you're willing to try, what you have time for. I'm just really trying to, when I cook at home, be more mindful about trying to cook things that taste good, that are healthy, that are easy, because I eat out so much. And when I am just at home, I just like spending time in my kitchen and cooking stuff. On Sundays, you'll usually find me cooking a Sunday dinner. Uh, either my mother-in-law cooks it or I do. And even if my mother-in-law is cooking, I'll usually be making like a soup or something that we can eat during the week. So that's kind of how we do it. 
Um, really curious about what you guys are cooking. If you ever want to reach out to me and share anything, you can reach out to me at Stephanie at stephaniesdish.com. I am working on a TV segment coming up of Minnesota Makers that I'm going to be putting together for holiday gifts and stocking stuffer ideas. So if you have any of those ideas that you'd like to share with me, let me know. Otherwise, I'll continue on my trip home from Feast in Rochester and wishing you guys a great summer, or excuse me, a great winter day. It's really beautiful outside today and really nice. So thanks for tuning in for this episode, and I promise I'll try to be more prompt about getting back to you and recording. And thanks for listening.